1: You go any faster, driver? We've got a train to catch.
2: You'll make it, Mac. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) Relax, Markham. There's really no use in starting off a vacation weekend by worrying about anything. You know, Vance, I still don't believe we're going. I imagine that nobody has ever started a vacation without that immortal line. (laughs) You're quite certain no murder case came up this morning that you're running out on. Now you know better than that, Vance. I know you're too good a district attorney to walk out on a crime just to rest, even for a weekend. I'm satisfied we're missing nothing. And I'm equally satisfied that we'll find nothing
3: exciting up at Northville, Vance. It's lumber country, peaceful country, very rarely any trouble.
1: Perhaps you're right. I certainly hope I'm right. Well, there we go, Markham, starting off a vacation weekend with entirely different viewpoints. A
2: <laughs> couple more ought to do it, Johnny. Right, Frank. I'll take it from here. You just stand by. Check. That did it. She's starting to splinter. All the way, everybody. Timber! Yeah, oh, that's that. In an hour, she'll be hauled down to the stream and be on her way to the mill. I'll get down there this afternoon and look things over. Haven't been down there this week. Don't let the boss find that out. Like as not, he won't like it. Bill Avery? I don't think I care whether he likes it or not. Hey there, you two. Speak of the devil. You can talk to Bill if you like. He makes me sick. Got some checking to do, Bill. I'll get you to you later. I'm just as glad Johnny
4: left, Frank. Don't think he likes me. Like as not, he don't. Well, I'm not very worried. Want to talk to you anyhow. Not right now, Bill. I got lumber to look at. Do it later. Anybody wants to know why you're not working, tell him boss wanted to talk to you.
2: I am the boss, remember, Frankie. You never will want to let anyone forget it. Don't it bother you none that I got this here axe in my hand? <laughs> you wouldn't do anything
4: about me, Frankie. If you are going to do something. You'd have done it a couple years ago when I took over this mill. Like it's not your right. Only don't get no ideas that I forget things. Like the fact that this mill was your dad's till I produced a deed to it after he died? I bought the mill... And all this ground in Northville from him just for his death. And you know it. Do I? I'm glad you told me. Well, there goes another one. I get a swell feeling when a big one like
1: that gets cut down and crashes. I know what you mean. Like
2: as not, I'd get the same kind of feeling if a big one like you was cut down and crashed too.
5: the mill today, son?
4: Yeah, yeah, Mom. Everything is all right.
5: William, I, um...
4: Look, Mom, keep knitting, will you? Leave me alone. I want to read the paper. The mill's shut down for the day. I don't want to talk about
5: it. I've been meaning to talk to you about something else, William, about Doris.
4: Well, what about her?
5: She called a little while ago to say she was on the way over. Doris is a nice girl, William. You've been seeing her for five years. You should be married to her.
4: Oh, I should, should I? Just like that, huh? Just because you say so. Well, I... Okay, now I'll tell you something. I'm not going to marry her, ever. And I just assume we didn't discuss it any further.
5: Don't talk to me like that, William.
4: Why not? it'll make you feel any better, I've taken care of Doris and my Will. Taken care of her very nicely for these five years, but I'm not going
5: to... That's probably Doris now. Yeah. Come in. Good evening, Miss Avery. Oh. Hello, Will. Good evening, Doris. Why, hello, Johnny.
2: What'd you bring that brother of yours along for? Bodyguard. Maybe she isn't the one that's going to need one, Bill. Evening, Mrs. Avery. Hey, Johnny. I want to talk to you, Bill. Oh, Johnny,
6: you promised me you wouldn't start nothing. You promised Johnny.
2: Isn't anything I'm starting, sis. Something I'm finishing. Mrs. Avery, would it be putting you out too much if you went upstairs with Doris? Hey, what is this? Hey, it
6: wasn't none of my doing. Well, honest, it wasn't. Johnny just made up his mind to come with me tonight you know, Johnny, when he makes up his mind to do something. Come on, Doris, I'll show you the scarf I crocheted. Finished it this morning, and I'm starting on a sweater for you. All right, Miss Avery, I'd love to see it. Maybe you show me that cross stitch. I'd yes, kind of like...
2: Okay, Johnny, what's this all about? It's right simple, Bill. Like you suppose, it's about Doris. You've been seeing her for five years, keeping every other fellow away. When are you going to marry her, Bill? Suppose I tell you I'm not going to marry her. Then I'll tell you that that's something you should have decided four or five years ago. little late for that kind of thing, I'd say.
4: Well, go ahead. Say it. If you have anything else to say, say that too and get out. I haven't anywhere to go. You haven't, huh? All right, then, I have. And right now, a man can't stay in his own house without being hounded to death. Tell
2: my mother and your sister that I've gone out. Sure, sure, I'll tell them. Only you're not going very far, Bill. Fact is, you haven't got very far to go at all from now on. Okay, men, keep those logs from jamming. Roll them and keep them straight. Hey, Mike, take care of that one. It's going down Belly's side. Keep them moving now. Keep them pointing toward the mill. Morning, Johnny. Hiya, Frank. Just want to straighten out the boys on that timber we cut yesterday. Keep those logs rolling now. Keep them going downstream. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. I thought maybe you'd like to knock over a couple of big ones with me this morning. Brought your axe here in case you did. Okay with me? Come on. There's a big baby just waiting for us yonder. Uh Uh-huh. Glad you brought that axe of mine. I know what I'd really like to do with it. I was over to Bill Avery's house last night. Well, no, like it's not, I know what you mean. I... Johnny, look. I'm looking. That's Bill Avery. Looks like he got caught under this tree just as he was falling. He's dead, Johnny. That tree did it all right. Yeah. Landed right on top of him. Hey, this thing here wasn't no accident, Johnny. No. No, I reckon it wasn't. Only as far as anybody else is concerned, it was an accident, wasn't it, Frankie. Yeah. That's what I thought.
1: Better wake up, Markham. We're almost there.
3: Hmm. Where?
1: Oh, oh, uh. Sorry, Vance. Must have dozed. <laughs> dozed? <laughs> You've been fast asleep for the past two hours. Fine way to start our weekend vacation.
3: Oh, I don't know or for doing things you don't get a chance to do while you're working,
1: like sleeping. Well, don't tell me this business of being a district attorney keeps you up every night. (laughs) No, Vance. It only seems as if it's every night. Did this stop, Northville? That's what the conductor said. Well, let's go, Markham. Our bags are at the front door already.
3: I'm ready. Two whole days with nothing to do but play and fish. Oh, it
1: sounds beautiful. I didn't even let the office know where I was going. Neither did I. (laughs) Well, this is it. This is Northville. I'll hop down and take the bags, Markham. Hand them to me, will you? Here you are. One. Two. Right. Well, nobody
3: else seems to be getting off this train. Good.
1: At least we know we've not been (laughs) (laughs) followed. only person in is that old fellow over at the station window, Markham. What's more reasonable,
3: then, that we talk to him? Nothing. Let's do it. We've got to talk to somebody, I suppose. We've got to find our hotel, get those bags moved, get directions to the fishing ground. Uh, hello there. How do you do, sir?
1: Hello, Sonny. Who's your friend? Well, let's say his name is Smith.
3: Well, if that's the way
4: you want it, it's okay with me. What's you want it for? Horse student?
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I was, but they dismissed the charge. <laughs> Where is everybody? Here I am.
4: What's on your mind?
1: Oh, we'd like to know where our hotel is.
4: What happened, sonny? Lose your hotel?
3: Dang careless of you.
1: (laughs) Oh, brother. Uh, Look, my friend, we
3: had a reservation at the Northville Mansion House. Now, how do we get there? Take a cab. And where do we find the cab driver? That's me. Mm. Well, that's fine. Now, can we get the
1: baggage agent to move our bags? Sure. That's me, too. Versatile, aren't you? How do we find the way to the fishing grounds? Get a guide. And that's... Nope, nope. That's my brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, where is he?
1: Uh, he's to the funeral.
4: Everybody in town's to the funeral. Bill Avery. Never saw a town so happy a fellow was dead. Owned a mill here, did. Only got it in a swindle. Hires lots of folks from around here. Only don't pay him hardly nothing. Weren't very well liked, I can tell you that.
1: Everybody disliked him, eh? Yep. What did he die of? Vance? Oh, we're still on vacation, Markham. I didn't mean anything by it. Want to know what he died of, huh? And a tree fell on him. Of course
4: somebody had to cut that tree down, but somehow nobody bothered to figure that out.
3: Well, here goes our vacation. I can see that. <laughs> I think I'll send a notice to the fish around here saying, We're busy. Don't bother biting. <laughs> yeah. What's
4: that you say, mister?
3: Well, uh... You know,
4: you talk awful funny. You're the type of fellow that a character, ain't you? <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs>
1: I beg your pardon, is Mrs. Avery. Well, hello there. Hi. Your baggage agent, cab driver, and also butler for Mrs. Avery?
4: Nope. Just happened to be town sheriff, that's all. Say, mister, you asked a lot of questions at the station a little while
1: back. I'd like to know why. Certainly, Sheriff. You see, I'm Philo Vance. Philo Vance? The investigator? That's right. Mountain High Moses.
4: I read about you. Come on in. Mrs. Avery ain't the home, but come on in. Uh, she'll be back soon. Come Thank on, come you. on. Yeah, Miss Avery stayed a little extra while at the funeral. Doris came here to fix her some tea, so it'll be here when she got home. Oh, Doris, come here. Yes,
6: ma'am, I'm coming. You want me about something? Doris, oh.
1: this here is Mr. Farrell Vance from the city. How do you do? Hello, Doris. I'm going to wait for Mrs. Avery, but I'd like to talk to you.
6: All right, Mr. Vance.
1: You were engaged to Mr. Avery, weren't you?
6: Well, I guess you couldn't hardly call it that, Mr. Vance. It's something I, I'd like to think, though.
1: You must feel very badly about the accident.
6: No. No, now you come to say that and I come to think of it, I don't feel bad at all. Oh? Can't understand why, either, Mr. Vance. Oh, there's Miss Avery now. Someone to see you, Miss Avery, Mr. Farlow Vance. Oh, good evening, Mr. Vance. How do you do? Hello, Clem.
5: Hello, Miss Avery. Oh, won't you please sit down, Mr. Vance?
6: Thank you. I'll, uh, take your hat and coat, Miss Avery. Oh. Your bag and gloves, too, if you like. Oh, no, just my coat, please.
5: I'll keep my hat and gloves on, uh... Going out again soon.
6: Yes, ma'am. I'll take in the next room with me. Thank you,
5: dear. And now, Mr. Vance, how can I help you?
4: Miss Avery, this Vance here is a private investigator. Oh.
1: I know this isn't any of my business, but I thought that if there were any doubt about your son's death being an accident, perhaps I could be of assistance. Well,
4: excuse me. I'll go get Doris, fix a cup of tea for me.
5: All right, Clem. You're a stranger in Northville, Mr. Vance, yet you've already heard that my son's death might not have been... An accident.
1: Yes, I have. Do you feel that it was?
5: No. But I haven't any idea who might have killed him.
1: I've heard the names Frank Joyce and Johnny Stanley mentioned in that connection.
5: Yes, and I can understand why. Maybe you also heard Doris's name mentioned, Mr. Vance. My son wasn't very good to her while he was alive, even though she is taken care of in his will.
1: Really? But cutting down a tree. Could a girl
5: do that? I wouldn't know, really. But women in this part of the country are very strong, Mr. Vance, and very active. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't tell you anything that might help you.
1: I'm sorry, too. But I take it that's a signal for me to go. Well,
5: if you don't mind.
1: Very well. Goodbye, Mrs. Avery. And if I didn't know better, I might think that you didn't want whoever murdered your son to be caught.
5: I'm not surprised that you say that, Mr. Vance. As a matter of fact, I don't.
3: This is District Attorney Markham. The tree trunk murder case opened with the finding of the body of mill owner Bill Avery underneath the trunk of a freshly hewn tree. Vance and I, on vacation in the town of Northville, found, after talking to Avery's mother, that suspects are Frank Joyce, from whose dad Avery is suspected of swindling the mill, Doris Stanley, Avery's girlfriend, and Johnny Stanley, her brother. Vance has decided to interview Johnny Stanley and finds him at work cutting down a tree. It seems that you're. James...
2: I got work to do here, Vance. Talking and working don't go to good together.
1: You're very adept with that axe, Mr. Stanley.
2: Why not? I've been handling one since I was 14.
1: It strikes me as being singularly appropriate that a lumberjack with a grievance, such as you had against Bill Avery, would find some sort of poetic justice in making sure he died the way he did, pinned under a fallen tree. Is that the way it strikes you? what do you know? Oh, I haven't any proof, Mr. Stanley. But I think I'm going to postpone the end of my vacation until I do find some. Uh, sorry. The axe slipped. My foot isn't sorry. Another inch or two and that axe of yours
2: would have done quite a job on it. Yeah, I know. Too bad. Now I gotta take time to clean the dirt off before I go to work on this tree again. Well, take a good look at that axe, if you like. And at my back, Vance. Gonna see how the logs are moving downstream.
1: Interesting, young man,
2: Vance. Vance, oh, I've been looking for you.
1: Oh, hello, Markham. Well, this is quite a vacation we're having, isn't it?
3: Personally, I prefer our original
1: intention—fishing. Well, this is relatively the same thing. We have a murderer to catch. That's the principal difference. If our bait is right and our technique correct, we'll land him. <laughs>
2: To you, those logs are going downstream, okay? Check, like it's not, they don't need me to send them down to the mill, anyhow. What's up? Walk up here a little way with me, I gotta talk to you. I know what about, too, don't I? That's right, it's about Bill's death and those two city fellas who've been buzzing around. You mean Vance? Yeah, he's one of them. Talk to you a little while ago had an idea I knocked over a tree so that it fell on Bill. Well, he's got an idea everybody around here knocked over that tree. Make a deal with you, Frank. Like as not, I'm going to say okay. Hmm. That's what I want to hear. Look, Frank. Whatever we know about Bill Avery's death, we keep to ourselves. You keep your mouth shut, and I'll do the same. Well? Suits me Fine. Never did like strangers butting in the business of us peaceful folks at Northville. Hello, Johnny. Afternoon, Mrs. Avery. Looking over the mill? Yes,
6: yes, I am.
2: Awful hot for you down here, ma'am. Ought to take off that coat.
6: I don't mind.
2: Suit yourself. Only you couldn't get me to wear a coat nor gloves on this job. Roast to death. At least take your gloves off.
5: I really don't mind, Johnny, honestly. And, Johnny, I've got to talk to you. It's about Doris.
2: Wait till I turn off this saw. There. There. Now, what about Doris, Mrs. Avery? She been carrying on over Bill's death?
5: She's been crying all morning. Keep saying it's a pull. Johnny, what does that mean?
2: You know as well as I do. Only we're the only ones that are going to know.
5: Somebody's over by the door, Johnny.
2: Yeah, I know, Mrs. Avery. Whoever it is, come on in. Is that Mr. Vance again? Good afternoon, Mrs. Avery. Oh. Hello, Johnny. Good afternoon, Mr. Vance. Vance, what do you want here at the mill? More of your stupid questions? Because if you do, I got no time to listen. I got work to do with this saw. Excuse me, Mrs. Avery. Johnny, it isn't stupid questions that I want. I
1: want some intelligent answers. Would you mind turning off that saw?
5: All right.
1: Thank you. Well, let's get this over with. I got work to do.
5: Do you want me here, Mr. Vance?
1: Very definitely, Mrs. Avery. You can help me a great deal. You see, my investigations find nothing except that a lot of people wanted to see your son dead.
5: Yes, that's probably true.
1: In view of that and the fact that this case has been singularly unproductive of results... I wanted both of you to know that Mr. Markham and I are leaving here in the morning. Good.
5: You're leaving Northville tomorrow, Mr. Vance?
1: Yes, I am. That means that if I don't find your son's murderer tonight, that will leave only the sheriff to look for whoever it is. And somehow I don't believe the sheriff is going to look very hard. (laughs) I'm playing a long shot, Markham. When we get to the Avery house, I'll know if it worked. As long as I'm in this race somewhere, Vance, perhaps you'll tell me what it is you're betting on. Certainly. I had Dora Stanley call her brother and Frank Joyce over to Mrs. Avery's. I wanted the four of them and the sheriff there when we arrived. And what's the long shot you spoke about? If they're there and things work out the way I plan, I think I can prove to you who murdered Bill Avery. Now, that's what I like about you, Vance.
3: We work side by side in a murder investigation, and you come up with a statement like that. Personally, I haven't found anything yet that points to any one of the suspects.
1: I have points rather definitely, too, I'd say. You'll find what I mean when we get to the Avery house.
6: Can I get you something, Mrs. Avery? No, no, thank you, Doris. I'm glad you're starting to feel better. Oh, yes, ma'am, I feel better now.
4: Glad you do, Doris, glad you do.
2: Hey, sis, what's this mystery all about? Why did you call me here? I
6: can't tell you. I promised not to.
2: Like as not, that means you promised to call me here, too, and promise not to tell why.
6: Yes, Frank, I did.
2: Well, who your promise, sis? Eh?
6: I can't tell you that. I, I promised that nice Mr. Vance. Vance. So,
2: So that's what it is. I thought this was something I could do for Mrs. Avery. Well, that settles it. Come on, Frank. I'm with you, boss.
5: Wait a minute, boys. Have either of you anything to hide from Mr. Vance?
4: That's a mighty sharp question, Miss Avery. Should have thought of that one myself. They got nothing to hide,
2: nothing. That is... Not that we know of.
6: Well, then, why not wait? Doris, I believe I will have a glass of water, please. Oh, sure, Miss Avery. And then, while we're waiting, would you show me how to make that crochet stitch? You promised. I know I did. I, I'll show it to you in a few days, Doris. Oh, thank you, ma'am. I'll go get you that water.
2: Look, Johnny, like as not, you're going to stick around here and wait for that Vance, but I'm not. Okay, Frank. If he wants us, let him come get us. Miss Avery? Yes. Tell Vance when he comes that we've got good no. Good evening, everyone. Oh, I'm in, Markham. Oh.
5: good
6: evening, Mr. Vance.
1: I see that Doris did as I asked her to. I owe her a debt of gratitude. You
6: don't owe me nothing, Mr. Vance. And here's your water, Mrs. Avery. Thank you, dear.
1: Well, those are very fine lace gloves you're wearing, Mrs. Avery. Make them yourself?
6: Yes, I did. They uh, match this collar on the cuff.
1: So I notice.
6: Miss Avery's going to show me how to crochet in a couple of days, Mr. Vance.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Now, you two men, Johnny and Frank, this meeting was arranged for your benefit. We don't need any benefits
2: or anything else from you. Look, Johnny, I don't
3: think I'd talk to Vance like that if I were you.
1: No? Who's going to stop me?
3: Well, if I were you again, I wouldn't try to find out.
2: I don't know what anybody else is going to do, but I'm getting out of
1: here. Please don't go yet, Frank. I want you particularly to be here. Yeah, for what? To hear me tell all of you who murdered William Avery. Maybe I don't want to hear that. Maybe you already know. Mr.
5: Vance, may I ask what we're waiting for? That is, if you do have something to tell us.
1: Of course, Mrs. Avery. Oh, Sheriff. Yep, yep, that's me. He ain't had nobody to arrest in three years, but I'm sure... I'm afraid that record of yours is due to be broken momentarily.
4: Ah, that's what I don't like about strangers. Always starting something new. Oh,
1: thank you, Sheriff. Before I name the murderer of Mr. Avery, I'd like to say that Johnny here and Frank and Doris all had motives for killing him.
2: And what if we did? What does that prove?
1: Nothing. I also would like to look at Mrs. Avery's glove, if she doesn't mind. Why, well, the glove, Vance, what'll that tell you? Nothing, actually, Markham. It will merely convince me. Please, Mrs. Avery.
5: You want to see my glove? Which one?
1: Either of them will do.
5: Well, I have a pair just like these in this drawer. Please,
1: Mrs. Avery, I want to see the glove that you're wearing.
5: Very well. Here you are.
1: Thank you. Markham, would you look at Mrs. Avery's hand? The back of the hand is very interesting, isn't it?
3: Hmm, yes. Yes, strong hand, Vance.
1: Yes, it is. Now I want you to see the palm of Mrs. Avery's hand. Look at it, Markham. Look at it, everybody. Blisters. Yes, blisters. And the blisters got there when Mrs. Avery wielded the axe to fell a tree on top of her son so his death would look accidental. You killed him, didn't you, Mrs. Avery?
5: Yes. Yes, I did. But I had good reason. He was hurting everyone he knew. He was mean. He was dishonest. But I still wouldn't have done it if I hadn't found that he wanted to have me put away in a mental institution. I would have died there. I'm not crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy. No, Mrs. Avery, I'm sure you're
1: not. Now I know all of you have resented Mr. Markham's and my presence in Northville. You felt that you can best run your own lives without interference. That's right, Vance. We did feel that way. Very well. I leave you with an officer of the law, your own sheriff, and a confessed murderer, Mrs. Avery. I'm sure you'll see to it that justice, whatever it may be, is served. Come on, Markham where are you back in the city in the
6: morning.
3: Lance, now that we're on our way home, how did you know Mrs. Avery committed the
1: murder? Well, every time I saw Mrs. Avery, she was wearing gloves. No matter what the occasion or lack of occasion, she wore gloves. She also promised to show Doris how to crochet, but she postponed the instructions. Why? Well,
3: because her hands were blistered from the axe, just as you said. <laughs> and how simple it all sounds now. Mighty strong woman she was to be able to cut down a big tree, Vance.
1: Yes, that's true. She did have strong hands. Too bad she tried to take the law into them. Well, Markham, our vacation is ended.
3: Yes, it is, Vance. And so is the tree trunk murder case. <laughs>